0: If you call me Bertha one more time, I'm gonna put you in your room <laughs> Hello and welcome to the next episode of Confessions of a Care Home Entertainer. I'm Eleanor And I'm Michaela, welcome back
1: everybody. Thank you very much if you are still with us. Um, I hope that you're enjoying our stories and general talking about our jobs. Um, Just before we start, um, I wanna thank everyone again. We've had some more reviews and we've had some more listeners from um, all over the world. (laughs) Well, hey, <laughs> so that's that's always nice but yeah thank you very much um we've had like i say we've had more reviews and we, we've never spoke about this but we do have social media as well and i keep forgetting to tell people
0: do you keep forgetting we do. um i forget everything at the minute
1: <laughs> yeah but i'm the one that's meant to be all right and you're you're fine you've got you've bit baby brain it's fine but um if you do want to follow us on facebook it's confessions of a care home entertainer you'll find us there and um if you want to follow us on instagram and twitter it's
0: c-o-a-c-h-e pod coachy pod that's us. <laughs> yeah. We're the same everywhere, so we're nice and easy to find. Yeah, pod Kuchipard, pod So yeah, and uh, if you are a returning listener, thank you so much for tuning in again. If you're new, welcome. Uh, we we do chat a lot of nonsense, but we also um, have a lot of laughs as well. So uh, we hope you enjoy this episode, and we are delighted to be welcoming on our first guest a little bit later on. But first of all, how's your week been, Michaela? It's been good,
1: yeah. Um, I've been back online today. So, um, mm. the weather—I'm sure most of the country can agree—has been horrendous today. Mm-hmm. We are flooded. <laughs> Not me oh. personally, but um, really close in where I live in Sunderland, it it is flooded. A lot of places. So, oh. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's that's the way we are. So I couldn't I couldn't go to work. Um, so I went online. Which is always brilliant. And what we were talking about last time is when yeah. you can't get out, you can go online, which is brilliant.
0: Yeah. Well, I was um, really excited. I had a new client today. Oh, yay. Brand new client um, who's nice and local to me, only about 15 minutes away. And uh, they let me inside with a lateral flow test. So oh. I was out of the rain. Yeah. And it was lovely. And I will be going back. They've booked again for me to go after Christmas. Well, oh, at that's Christmas. Good. After baby's been born, so I can't believe yes. you're going back
1: so soon. <laughs>
0: That's showbiz, I know that is <laughs> that really is showbiz, isn't it? You know me; I, I couldn't, I couldn't miss all of Christmas. No. You know what I'm like. I've, in fact, I've bought baby um, uh, my first Christmas outfit for when he comes with me. <gasps> He's
1: coming with you? Yeah. Oh my god.
0: Well, like, so I can't good. leave my breasts at home, can I? So he's coming with me. <laughs> oh my god, I didn't even think about that. See, this is me. I never want
1: kids, or so I don't. I never think about stuff like that.
0: Yeah, Hit him and my mum are going to be like the Three Musketeers on tour oh. in December. Uh, baptism of Fire getting him induced into showbiz early. Yeah, yeah. It, I can't wait. I'm so excited. You could you could dress him as Rudolph. Well, I've got uh, my Christmas pudding outfit for oh, him. Oh, yeah, that's so cute. And Santa's little helper Yeah. and my first Christmas. So he will match my outfits. I- I've already yeah. planned all this. <laughs> this is the only
1: reason you wanted a child, clearly. <laughs> Outfit coordination. Although I did once have the um, idea, and I don't know why. I don't, I don't. I think I was a bit sleep deprived, but I once thought that I'm, it would be a really good idea to bring my dog to gigs and dress dress her in um wartime uniform and stuff
0: oh yeah and you know, then I thought th- I, I've so thought about that when we got teddy mm-hmm. I thought he could come but you know when you look at all the extra insurance you need to take a dog, yeah and the need, it, the, need to,
1: the need to pass a course as well and it'd be yeah qualified as a therapy dog which to be honest mine mine would
0: pass with fine colors because she's a bit like a stuffed teddy bear mine wouldn't he's <laughs> he is absolutely bright as a button but he's so stubborn mm-hmm. we took him for puppy school classes when yeah. he was little. And he's the only dog I've ever known to spit out sausage. No way. You know when you're trying to reward him? Yeah. He got his certificate in the end, but I told him on the day, you don't deserve this. You really embarrassed me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: like a his sure mother.
0: Honestly, asked my mum. I was absolutely horrified. He, he is wonderful. He's so smart. He knows all of his toys by name. He can retrieve and he's been doing his sit, stay and, and come and roll over since he was very tiny. Mm-hmm. But it's all on his terms. Yeah, so I could not I could never trust him. <sighs> Some dogs are like that though. Like my, my dog is a rehomed
1: Chihuahua and she knows sit and that is it. There's no <laughs> teaching her. There is, uh, honestly, there, there is no teaching that dog and I've tried. She's a little bit, well, she was bred for Crufts and she didn't take to the train and saw so the give her away another person, and then I got it off that lady. Should yeah, should give her away for her unforeseen circumstances. Bless
0: her bush. Yeah. So <laughs> I would love to get um, a therapy animal person on for a chat because I'd love to know all the ins and outs that go into it. I bet they have the best stories. Oh, I bet they do. Because you've not you've not just got the old people, have you? You've got the animals as well. Yeah, but well. I,
1: was, I was singing before at a gig and I, I've i been upstaged by babies, mm-hmm. dogs. but I once got upstaged by a pony with glittery hooves and I was livid. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I was singing and I was like, then all of a sudden a pony came in and I was absolutely chopped liver. So, um, <laughs> oh, right. So I watched... I watched the help. Oh, help! Sorry, I keep calling it the help, but it's actually help. Help, help. Yes, I keep because I, t- I typed in the help and then it brought up the film. I was like, hold on, this is the wrong thing. It's called help. So I hope my I hope my words last week didn't influence you. <laughs> well, too what much. I thought I would do is maybe read our um read our conversation out just to get the feel of you know our conversation that we had as I was watching it. Yes. <laughs> and I think that, that sums up what I thought about it. <laughs> yes. so, um, so I, I was I turned it on and I was like, right, so whatever I'm going to say, I just want to say Jodie Comer's A Literal Goddess.
0: Oh, yeah. Like <laughs> I said, said acting Graham, wise, amazing. The
1: acting was unreal, but I just can't get past the actual storyline of it all. So <laughs> the first thing I put was, I'm watching... Then I put, no way would you ever get a job that way <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> And then I'm like, right, how did he get outside to give her the cup of tea? <laughs> I'm gonna hate this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You what wait till he escapes the home, just casually walking around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I put, uh, that door was just kept wide open. I've never seen an automatic door like that, not in all of my years as a care home singer. No. Um, then I then I watched it a bit and I was settled into it. Then all of a sudden I got angry again and I was like, PPE surely wasn't that bad in the homes, was it? What why are they wearing black bin bags? <laughs> I have not seen a home ever wear a black bin back. <laughs> and then um I, I thought, right, I'll calm down a bit. I think you were just ignoring me at this point because I was ranting on.
0: I think I was probably having my dinner, actually.
1: Yeah. <laughs> then I put. <laughs> there is no way you would risk another patient's life to help out with COVID. I put, mate, I'm hating this. You put, yeah, I didn't think you would like it. And then I let it go for a bit. And then I was like, hold on. They wouldn't drug him like that, surely. I just, just because he got out one day. You put, nope. I said, oh my God, she's just about to break him out. You put, yeah, brace yourself for the fast end of this scene well I'd like to know what the CQC would say about all this well quite it just wouldn't <sighs> fly would it oh <laughs> uh, I mean please write in to us coach podcast right if if we are totally off the mark for all we know Eleanor the people were wearing black bin bags you know we could only cover a certain amount of homes but I would really want to know if anyone is listening to this would you ever drug a resident for trying to escape would you ever get a job because the manager harassed you, and then was like, "I'm joking. I'm just, I'm just saying if you're alright for the job." Um, would you ever have an automatic door that stays open? Yeah, I didn't think. I mean, so. we
0: we know the answer to that last yeah, one. Yeah,
1: but I just, if anyone's listening, please can you write us, put pod anywhere? I really want to know yeah. if we're wrong, just because I don't understand how this got commissioned if it's so far off the mark. Well, it's
0: that I think they got around it because they said it was fictional. Oh, did they? But with it being based on like the pandemic that actually happened. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? I think it's just a little bit blurred lines.
1: Yeah, maybe. But I I wasn't a fan. But like I say, the acting was absolutely unreal. I enjoyed the acting. It was just I couldn't get on board with the storyline,
0: unfortunately. Uh, Going back to what we were saying last week as well. How's the petrol situation near you? Totally back to normal. You see, it's absolute chaos down here. No way. Now, Mm -hmm. by your standards, I'm the Wild West. And it should be... Well, you you are the Wild West. I think everybody's just running their tanks on, like, Sunflower oil or something up north.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We have a special (laughs) brew that we make.
0: (laughs) Honestly, I went to five different petrol stations yesterday trying to find diesel.
1: Every petrol station I've drove by lately, and our petrol diesel prices are way down. It's like one one thirty one.
0: What? Mm-hmm. Do you want me to send you no. some down? <laughs> can you can you send me some in a jiffy bag? That would be great. Well, Lord, did you see that thing of a woman filling up a plastic bag? Yes,
1: yes. <laughs> what well, in what world
0: did she think uh, that that was a good idea? I have no idea, but I, I just don't think some people think. But uh, just, just generally. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That's, my, uh, uh, that's my response to that. I can't deal. Oh, man. No, um, my husband, I've just spoken to him. I says, Morrison's have still got diesel if you could get there, but he's got like an hour commute to work each way. So I don't know how, how the situation will be by the time he gets home. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I it took five stations for me to look yesterday. Wow. I'd be anxious. It's because there wasn't a shortage and now everybody's panic bought. It's disrupted the supplies. So now there actually is a shortage. Mm, no, not on my way. I mean, from every petrol station I've passed, it's absolutely fine. I filled up the other day and it was absolutely fine. No. You see, it lo- it looks fine. It lulls you in cause, into a false sense of security because they've still got the prices up on the board. Yeah. And so you pull into the forecourt like, with false hope and then they've got like the yellow and black covers over all the pumps. <gasps> Oh, yeah.
1: And I'm The, like, the, the cover uh, of death
0: when it's all the diesel. Yeah, the, diesel. the, co- the, co- the, the cover <laughs> of doom. Like, they've got unleaded, but no diesel. Mm-hmm. So, to all the, the good folk of Leicestershire, please just calm it down. Leicestershire, as I like to call it. I'm begging you, please. I will not be outdone by the Northeast. Do you
1: remember... Now, I specifically remember I was around one of my friends talking about this covid in in about the end of january beginning of february and i swear to god the words out my mouth was it'll never affect us (laughs) i feel like i'm partly responsible (laughs) you jinxed us all i know but i literally was like it would never affect us like and then i mean when i realized sort of things were serious was when sort of everything closed when they closed mcdonald's i was like right Serious stuff's going on now. (laughs) It's really serious now. (laughs) And do you remember the first day that McDonald's opened back up? I swear to God, it was, um, I was passing the the Metro Centre on the year one, and there was just like the biggest tailbacks up the year one. I thought there was
0: a massive crash. And no, it was the queue for McDonald's the day it opened back up. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, the McDonald's is, I live on an estate that's off a main road. And if you just, if you follow the main road, um, we had McDonald's and Costa drive through open oh up word. on the yeah. same day, and they're at the same little place yeah. on the road. And uh, you just it, the tailback was almost all the way to my house. Oh God! Now it's like half a mile. I'm like, are you kidding? <laughs> it's insane. Yeah, it but really yeah. Bad. So we've had uh, we've had a look at your review for the program. I'm glad you watched it. I'm I'm sorry you didn't enjoy it, but I didn't think you would. <laughs> um yeah <laughs> and we've established that the northeaster got their act together with the fuel and the ones seriously haven't
1: yeah i mean to be um, honest though like <laughs> i always say in these situations like there's a reason why the put do not drink on bottles of bleach still <laughs> like or like
0: may contain traces of nuts on, on nuts. packets of peanuts yeah, yeah there's a reason for that <laughs> but there's still people who walk amongst us that are like that so <laughs> but what has been your highlight
1: of the week Oh, highlight of the week! Do, 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 do. I can't remember any gigs. As if just put me on the spot there. Uh. <laughs> Sorry. Well, actually, no, no, it's fine. I right. This is my highlight. I've got a highlight and a sort of something that happened to me today that <laughs> has embarrassed me so much, and I never get embarrassed ever. So it's Go pretty on, big. Then. So my highlight of the week was, and I think we'll both, um, Dee's watching us at the minute, but I'm I'm sure she'll agree. When you walk into a room and you think, oh my God, I am going to have to work to get this, these people on my side. You know, when you walk in and everyone's really unsettled, like horrendously unsettled to the point where you think, is it worth it? Should I just go home now?
0: so I'm never gonna I'm I'm never never gonna gonna get I am
1: never ever 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 going to get them on my side because like Catherine Tate said you can't drag them to memory lane (laughs) you really can't so um yeah so I walk in and then the very first song the room erupted into like singing and I was so taken aback because I really thought it was going to be one of them gigs where you constantly think right a couple of more songs left, a couple of more, because you just can't get them. And when it gets like that, it gets so awkward because you're just bombing. Every song you sing is just bombing and you can never get them on your side. But yeah, it was absolutely brilliant. And by the end, there was tears, there was laughter, there was dancing, there was singing. It was unreal. And I thought, oh, that this is so unexpected. But on Aww. the other hand, what's happened to me today is... um. I did, I could say a Zoom show, and we know there's no there's no forgiveness
0: in a in a zoom show for vocals. No, it's it's crystal clear. We pride ourselves in the quality. Yes. All three of us, I think, can <laughs> say we have crystal
1: clear audio. So there is any sort of <laughs> anything's picked up. So and that's my own fault. Um what happened was the end of my set. I always have a medley I do. And as I got towards the end of my set, I realized that the medley had sort of undownloaded itself. Uh. And I think that happens and I'm like, you know, when the sort of the fear of death gets put into you and you're like, oh. So as I'm trying to like look at the camera and sing, not, not pretending that I'm like fiddling about with my iPad off camera, I click what I believe to be the same sort of Copy. I got. I always have copies of songs. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. I think when it, it it comes on my computer and then my on my iPad and it doubles it. So yeah. I thought right, oh there there it is. It's it's not undownloaded this version. I'll click it right. I click it and it is so the wrong version. It's basically what happened was I took this medley up by five semitones. <laughs> and oh no. Spent it up oh no. It, and sped it up by about two hundred. So it gone from being a really slow low man song to being like a high sort of da, 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 da. and when I tell you I absolutely sank <laughs> and I had to do it right and I was like huh, huh. <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't stop because once you've started it what am I gonna once do you've just committed. stop it and it was so slow basically what it was it was when this sound the last all clear if I really in but basically what happened is it's a man's sort of one but that track mm. is so hard to find that this was the only track I could find so I had to like sort of um transpose it up so much so it could sit in any sort of females f- register and I went it went right down to the baritone male and so it goes really low. it's like um when they turn off the lights and it oh, was no. that it was that hard Law, I am not joking you and I feel like everyone was sort of like looking around the room like is she for real singing this to us and I'm like in the dark lonely night why then, didn't you go up the octave uh, always up the octave so so last episode <laughs> up, was the called, octave. up the octave and now this this episode's <laughs> down the octave <laughs> so then but then I realised that It was a version that I'd cut. So as it starts to get to the bit where I can sing it, and it gets a bit more sort of like jazzy, it cuts, and I'm just like, uh, (laughs) as I get ready to start, and I'm like, and then it's just dead air, and I'm like, oh no. And I mean, it takes a lot for me to get embarrassed, but that that medley was five minutes of singing me down the octave, Mm -hmm. five Mm -hmm. minutes of me through a crisp. Mike being like
0: <laughs> all i'm gonna say is that is karma for you taking the mick out of me for going up the octave no but yeah but like no i'm like no but
1: yeah but uh, no but i said <laughs> i said to you i've done that before so i sort of made you feel a bit better for bringing it for springing it on you last week
0: so, yeah, so <laughs> this one's it on me.
1: this one's down the octave i think we'll call the episode down the octave down the octave down the octave, down the octave.
0: I think on that note I think it might be time to bring in our special guest for the week yay it's Dee from Musical D-Lights Yay! Hi guys. How are you?
1: Good, thank you. Thank you so much for agreeing
0: to come on.
2: Oh, it's a pleasure to be on and I'm just I'm still laughing at you too. <laughs> you make me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> we're
1: a bit nuts.
0: <laughs> oh yeah.
1: We've we've just done this job for so long that we are a little bit loopy, aren't we? So
2: Well, that's why when I heard that you were doing this, I thought, "Oh my god, they are literally perfect for this."
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just because everyone's Well, everyone says we should write a
0: book, so this is like the 21st century version of it. Totally. But we thought you'd be an amazing first guest to have, uh, first and foremost, because you are a fellow survivor of a company that we used to work for, uh, but also because you seemed so busy during the pandemic just Keeping your business going quietly working away online, Yep, working mm-hmm. away. And Michaela and I both said all the way through, oh, "Have you seen Dee's promo? Her shows look really good." Um, so oh, okay. we were like, Let- "We're like, let's get her on. Let's see how she's been doing." So, uh, yeah, do you want to tell the listeners kind of what where you're based and what you do, how long you've been doing the job for?
2: Yeah, well, first of all, I'm so glad that you thought my promo stuff looks good because that means a lot coming from you too. Um, you two were like totally the inspiration through through all of that. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I'm I'm based Manchester, Cheshire, and surrounding areas. And um, I used to work full time in insurance, and then kind of just like somehow fell into this. Um, so I've been doing the the care home and full time performing for about five six years now, full time. And yeah, I just totally love it. Although I like, never break down when the pandemic hit, like everybody else. Yeah,
1: yeah. I trained D as well.
2: Yeah, I was just thinking about that before.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> and I was thinking about how my, my little mum brought me along. And it, she always says to this day, how beautiful you are, Michaela.
1: Oh, oh. oh thank you. You. She's like, she
2: was so beautiful that lady
1: oh bless her
0: oh oh fella thank you I will, I will. so so you've been running your own business for a similar amount of time that we have because i guess we kind of all left that company and went off on our own at yeah some sort of time I,
2: mean, I wasn't in it for as long as you two were luckily for me because um, <laughs> i think i was in it for about a year if that and then they kinda like disappeared. So then I went off and did my own thing. So I didn't uh, you know, I've go through as much as you two did
0: by the sounds of it. Oh I dunno. I mean I only did three months, thankfully. Oh, really? I did. Okay. I, I crammed a lot into those three <laughs> I crammed a lot into those three months. She had a three month contract. <laughs> oh my word, yeah. I did. Oh, and well, they said why. Would you like to renew? We're gonna give you a one pound fifty Pay increase per show if you stay <laughs> if you renew your contract. Uh, no, <laughs> oh, that's only even yeah. worse. <laughs> <£50. laughs> One pound oh, fifty. No. Oh dear. No, no, I, no I, don't, I, I honestly don't know how you guys did it for longer.
1: Because I
0: just kept saying I need a pay to stay. I am possibly is the that reason- why I only got £1.50
1: <laughs> I am possibly the reason why you were taking why- my pay rise. <laughs> possibly the reason why the company went under. I was demanding that much by the end.
2: I just don't think I knew any better. I knew no better.
1: I know, but you know what? and though- Michaela
2: was taking all the money by this.
1: Like- <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was like Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> no, but uh, <laughs> no, but the thing is, though, like I always say, I I'm so glad that I went through that because it really makes me appreciate where I am today. Yeah, totally, absolutely. And I mean, it just, it sort of, it makes me realize how, and we've said this before, how not to run a business.
2: I was just gonna say the same thing.
1: So yeah, we, we, I I honestly can't, as much as it was horrendous to go through, and and I still believe that you just don't even know what it was like when I first started. I had to work six shows a day. What the hell? Every day, six shows a day. And I yeah, mean, I, to, to this, t- I don't understand how we did it. and every show, it's not like every show was sort of like half done. Every show was full out, and I don't understand how we did it. What was that
2: show that um, that woman used to like jump round in like helicopters, and she was like trying to find something? <laughs> Was she not called Michaela as well? She used to, like, jump out of helicopters and she'd be, like, in one place. Oh,
0: and... no, a- uh, Annika. Uh, Annika, Annika Rice. Rice. Yeah, I feel yes. like the job
2: was like that sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> You're trying to be in, like, ten different places. That's just jumped to mind, that show.
1: I know, like, sometimes I would think if we if we could have a jet plane, I might be able to make a gig on time, but other than that, I'll, I'll never make a, a 40-minute journey in ten minutes.
2: Yeah, that's it. It was Mission Impossible, but I literally, mean, you can do that, the way... You're you- the
0: Northwest, aren't you? So, yeah. you've got some horrendous motorways. I bet oh some of your God. journeys were pretty dire. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but to be, to be honest with you, because it's
2: daytime now, they tend to be all right, but if I've got any gigs later on, then mm. just like, yeah, you just chocker. But yeah, I used to go, they used to send me to Hull. Um, that I think they were the worst ones when I used to go to Hull, and now Ooh. I think... Hull, yeah. So I'd spend, I'd have like three gigs down there. So at that time I'd think, oh yeah, it's worth it. Whereas like, I think, God, why on earth did I drive to Hull and think that was okay?
1: Why did I go to Peterborough? I went to Peterborough.
0: That's my area. Cambridge. London. My area. Oh my word.
2: Yeah, so an hour drive now is literally like nothing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We stay under an hour. In my business, um, and if it's like an hour one, I'll always ask Tamsin, "Is everything all right?" If it's like an hour one minute, like mm-hmm. I just as a rule of principle, I just think I I would want the same to be said. Do you know? Yeah, yeah, totally. If I if I say you're going to travel under an hour or an hour, if it's an hour two minutes, I'll be asking you, "Is it all right to book this show?"
2: That's about my furthest is an hour. Yeah, I'd say that's about five. of the shows that I actually do and the ones that I've been doing for like years and you know the ones where I really love the residents and stuff so I think oh I don't want to prepared to go
0: that bit further because you've known them for so long do you do did you learn a musical shorty or not um not at
2: the time not at the time when I was training with you but since then because so many people have asked for it
1: yeah I was just wondering because mine and Eleanor's musical show must be na- nearly the same. <laughs> and I was just thinking everyone's is possibly the same who used to work for that company. So I just wondered. No, I didn't
2: know. have a musical show at the time, but I do now
1: yeah, and just it is. built it up
2: off people's requests.
1: It's very popular yeah. in
0: musicals in in yeah. homes, isn't it? But you
2: guys do like Disney stuff as well in yours, don't you? I
0: don't. I, I have a whole separate Disney show. Oh, <laughs> Eleanor, Eleanor has an actual Disney.
1: I just have like a sort of a young... Musicals where I'll put like um,
0: Pocahontas and stuff like that in. So, Yeah, you see, I've got musical classics, which is kind of your elderly audience, Mm -hmm. kind of from the 1930s to 1960s. And then Mm -hmm. I've got thoroughly modern musicals where you've got like Chicago Cabaret and Wicked. Ah, right, yeah. Mamma Mia. More of your Adults with Learning Disabilities show. Um, And then I have a Disney show as well. So I just, my problem is I learn things and then I can't, I can't filter out the ones that I just don't want to do. I'm like, I'll just make a new show for them yeah, because I just love them all. Well, there's always an
2: audience for it, isn't there somewhere?
0: Oh, there's always, always. an audience somewhere that wants it. Yeah. That's probably how you've got about 17 shows. 18. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so how do how would you describe your job? um i say if i'm
2: advertising myself to a new client i would always say i'm a singer and an entertainer who doesn't just stand there and sing it's like a an all in what if depending on the client that i'm putting myself forward to because i do weddings private parties as well as like care homes which is the main thing that i do um so on, at one time i'm a singer and dj at weddings Um, And then in care homes, I'm like a singer, entertainer, um, rubbish comedian and like talk show host.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You have to be all of that stuff, don't
2: you? I think it just comes with the job as well. I think they're more like, because when I used to sing, I literally would just sing and stand there and I'd be like, and I used to be in a band and they'd be like, speak, speak, <laughs> like, because I'd just be <laughs> like a rabbit in, like, what, what's that phrase? A rabbit in, in like yeah. Yeah. I used to be
1: like that, though, and then it just comes
0: and you just get the patter.
2: Yeah, you're just comfortable at being yourself.
0: Yeah. It's so true, you know, when I first started doing the pubs, because um, bearing in mind, I, I cut my teeth abroad doing the resorts, and they're just a completely different audience to what you get back home. Yeah. Even though they're all Brits on holiday, they're always up for a good time cuz they're on holiday like yeah. when you you know that you've already got them 50% of the way there because they're on holiday and they're like hey but when you just get them on a saturday night half of them are really annoyed just with just with life <laughs> yeah. and yeah, i i used to actually script my banter between songs i used to plan my sets so carefully i'd be like right well that or we'll segue into that and that'll go into that. And I'd really plan really hard and now I just show up and I'm like, I'll see what they're wanting. Like it's been that long now. But I used to script everything.
1: I, I still have script, but it's just it's not that I've scripted it. It's just the fact that I, I... I'm on autopilot.
0: That's it. But when you first start
2: doing it, you literally can't have that banter after. It's like, oh my
1: god, this is. I know. I think I was, like, I was like, hello, hello everyone. My name is Michaela. I'm going to sing some songs. Okay, right, bye. And like, and then I start singing. But then now I'm like, hey, that was good dancing. Are you going to have a dance today? Like, it's it's just it just comes, doesn't it?
2: I always remember some some shows that I've done when I first started singing. I still I can still remember it clear as day, because I, one you could tell that I was just really uncomfortable singing a lot of the songs. Two, I had no banter because I just started and I was so nervous. And I just I remember everybody just looking round at each other, the carers, the residents, like. Who is she? I'm like, what is she doing? And I just remember the faces clear of day because in that moment, I just used to die inside.
1: This job is hard and I don't think people realise how hard it can be, especially if you've come from, like
0: me and Eleanor are from theatre and I feel like it's a shock to the system. Oh yeah. I mean, in theatre, the audience is in the dark and they don't, they applaud after every song. And the fourth wall's gone. <laughs> and And they don't like shout at you. And they don't—they don't call you fat. <laughs> they don't tell you to go home. And they
1: don't say that um, I've killed the babies and stuff. So <laughs> <laughs>
2: we have an actual filter.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. I walked in one room before, and she was like, "She
0: killed my baby," and I was like, "I promise you, I didn't." <laughs> 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 oh. uh, in our in our first episode, we did go through some of the worst insults that we'd had between us. Um, have you had any interesting? I can't comments. imagine that
1: you get called fat.
0: Uh, oh, yeah, I have done.
2: No, it not, I've not been called fat, but you're guaranteed if you've put on weight, the residents will tell you. So they'll go, Oh, you've put on weight since last time. I'm like, Oh, cheers. But they do, <laughs> oh, you've lost weight as well, so you can, you can thank that they'll be honest with you but yeah i've had that as well and i had another one as well and there was one of the carers who was quite a large lady and i just heard her shouting
0: if you call me Bertha one more time i'm gonna put you in your room I love that And I'm assuming that was in reference to The fact that she was quite wild. Big Bertha <laughs> Well it's that it's that fairground ride isn't it That Big Bertha uh, yeah, that balls into the mouth. Yeah.
2: But I couldn't think of
1: one <laughs> Is that it Oh my god I Yeah, I knew that. At the arcade <laughs> I at thought the it just
0: was a, a, a name That suited a fat person No I knew it was <laughs> something. No I used to be really good at that At the arcade I'd win all my tickets on that one That's so funny You ch- chuck the balls in the mouth Of Big Bertha <laughs> that That is one of my one of
1: my um (laughs) one of my favorite residents is called bertha and she's always the type of resident where you go in and you either get told to f off or you get told that you're brilliant and she loves you and and there's no in between and she's called bertha and she's my favorite
2: but she's still nasty to you when you come in
1: Sometimes, it depends what mood she's in, like, right. I can never I can never judge it. Like, sometimes, obviously, before COVID, I'd stick my head in her room and I'd be like, you all right, Bertha? And she'd be like, <laughs> or she'd be like, hey, hello, love, come in. So, yeah. yeah. Never, oh, never but the best here.
2: is when they're really horrible to you when you first come in mm-hmm. and then by the end of the show, they're like, oh, thanks, love. I really loved it. I'm sorry about being horrible to you before. And that just makes
1: you, I never get an apology. I never get an. Do you ever get an apology?
2: <laughs> yeah, I've had a few now.
1: What? I, I sort of have it when the, the like um, the opposite. I always get when the the love and the show, and then at the end the carers are like, and did you enjoy that? And they're like, no. <laughs> and, I, and I always turn and I'm like, you're lying because you've sang all the way through. And they're like, wah, wah, wah. so yeah, yeah, they can just as easily
2: <laughs> turn at any moment.
1: Mm-hmm. There's, there's, it is literally on a knife edge, yeah, isn't it? <laughs> there's like literally no room for ego in this job at all. Like <laughs> any sort of ego you might have, will the the second you open your mouth, it'll be gone because you'll get shot down. <laughs> but it is
2: mad though. Like you said, how we do it is a hard job but it's definitely not as hard as when you first started doing it but most people I don't think probably get through that phase because when you've got people shouting at you saying I don't want the little bleep here and uh, get out it's my living room things like that people you know you have to you have I used to come home crying in the oh. first like year or so of doing the job. Really? Yeah, I used to be really upset. Like me and my partner will talk about it now and be like, oh, remember when you used to come home dead upset, like thinking that everyone hated you? Oh. But oh, a deep down, really I, knew, I knew that it wasn't. I knew that, you know, it. a lot of them, they don't really know what's going on and like they don't mean it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it just used to be hard going at first, like getting a lot of abuse.
0: I think you're you're probably right, though. I think a lot of people think, oh, that looks like an easy job because I think we make it look easy because we've done it for so long. Um, And then they're quite horrified (laughs) at at some of the things they see and hear and and, and are subjected to. And I think it is a shock to the system for a lot of people. So
1: do you have any, um? I was just going to ask, do you have any sort of favourite songs that you like to sing? Um, Like if if you've got a song that you know will always get a good reaction and so you put it in a lot of sets. Do and... you know
2: what? I always love, I actually do love singing Doris Day songs.
1: Uh, are you going to say a case or R? No,
2: I actually. Secret
1: Love. Secret Love. Yes, yes that's, that's my mine. Mine. I've, mine. Mine. I've only just learned
2: it and I just think, like I just think, Doris Day, the way that she sings was just so beautiful and like the, a secret love. I've only just learnt it because a lot of people were asking me for it and I just, I really love singing it. It's just like a really emotive song.
1: Do you know what song I heard you sing? I saw it on Facebook and I thought that that's such a lovely song and you sing it so lovely Easter Parade. Oh,
2: yeah, that was one of my videos when I was singing outside.
1: Yes, yeah. I, I thought you've got... Because you do have such a lovely voice. Right? Um, yeah, you've really, you really do. I, I love listening to your voice. But, um, yeah, I thought that really suits you. And I bet I bet they do love Easter parade, though. Yeah,
2: yeah, it was a nice day that day as well. So, um, yeah, that was a good one.
1: Yeah, so do you have any um, any gigs this week booked in? Or? Yes,
2: I, I have actually had a cancellation tomorrow because the... The, they've banned visitors for like a week and I'm not sure why, but, well, we can probably get...
1: Well, we, we know why. Yeah.
2: <laughs> 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 um, but, yeah, I've got quite a few booked in and also I've got a wedding fair this weekend that I'll be, like, promoting my wedding um, wedding um entertainment. So, pretty much fully booked now till January.
1: Yeah, well, like I say, me and obviously Eleanor's going to be giving birth soon and but then she's straight back on it and stuff. So, I'm also absolutely chock-a-block and <laughs> to into next year the bookings are starting to come in but you've got um another part of your career as well
2: yeah i've done some tracks with them um, some producers called gold 88 yen yeah, i've had like my first um sort of label release with um them yeah which was like last year i think or the year before um and since I've, we've done another track um which has just come out in september and um, I've got some other stuff in the pipeline as well. Yeah. So, oh, that's
1: good. Yeah. No, I have. I have your music in my. Oh, um, yeah. You iTunes. said, which is uh, <laughs> it's. It's a really good song. You so like it? I know. Yeah, yeah. I do really like it. I think your voice sounds amazing on it. But um, unfortunately, we can't play it for you today due to copyright issues. Yeah. But what I will do is I will put it on our Facebook. I'll, I'll link the iTunes, um, like the Apple Music, to it, and um, we'll I'll put it on the Facebook oh, and you. Twitter and Instagram. I I appreciate so, that. To listen to it. I think it's a really good sort of like if you're in the gym and stuff. I like if you're yeah. on the gym, and I'm like <laughs> yeah, <come up laughs> do you, ever, do you ever listen? Do you ever listen to it like just randomly? Oh yeah,
2: totally. I've got it on my playlist. And like you said, they are good tracks for when you're in the gym and they've been on a lot of um like Spotify workout playlists and oh, when people add them to their workout playlists as well because you get to see, you know, who adds all of your tracks on mm-hmm. on your Spotify. Um, which is good.
1: Oh, that's really good. Yeah, because I, I guess, see, I like, I like a good, um, sh- like track, like soundtrack to work out to. Lately, it's been like eighties. I do love a bit oh, of eighties, and then sometimes yours comes on, and I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't beat the eighties.
2: Seventies and eighties are creeping into my set list, I must admit.
1: Yes, I've had a, a lot of. Requ- I had a request for an eighties show in a care home the other other month.
2: I've only three. ever had one.
0: It, it is starting.
2: Yeah, that's it because the residents are getting the the obviously you know they're not they're not really old, are they?
0: I think Eleanor would argue with
1: me on this one, <laughs> but I think that wartime has become an obsolete. And I know you don't want to be hearing it, but I really think that it's not getting booked as much up north, especially... I would
2: agree. They're getting less and less requests for wartime. In fact, they're getting less and less booked and I'm getting more people saying, oh, don't give us the wartime, they don't like it.
1: Yeah, that's exactly what I hear now. I know Eleanor will disagree with me on
0: that. I will disagree because while the staff will say they don't like it, if I don't sing We'll Meet Again, I'll get lynched.
2: But I do agree that when you do when you do sing it they do love it and they all do sing along
0: that's it and it's like well you might not want to hear it as a carer but there is still 80 90 100 year olds in that lounge that will only join in to be Berlin. And i mean we do we do musical which is even older that's pre wartime. that's that was my shorter day of music hall it's 1900. So you uh-huh. can't even use the excuse that it's old songs. I think it's just the fact it's done to death.
1: Everyone who does care home entertainment when they first start out or, or the, they have the idea of doing it, they just like think, oh, we'll just do a bit of aerial in. I think that's all it is.
0: Yeah. I think you probably have to be just a bit clever with your set lists. I mean, I wouldn't, I would say. I rarely do my wartime show as in as in, in its entirety. V. E. Dear, D. Dear, oh, Armistice dear. Yeah. yeah, obviously, other than that's the, key the only time dates, I use I use war now. But I will put Whitecliffs of Dover in most shows. I'll put We'll Meet Again in most shows. Um, and if you want to get them up dancing, Boogie Woogie Bugle Boy, or in the mood, is great. Yeah, good. So, aren't they? I, I well, Eleanor knows this, but I, her rendition of Boogie
1: Woogie Bugle Boy, and whenever she does a live or, I'm sure she's always like, and this is this is Michaela's favorite. <laughs> 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 she always says because I just feel like you know when a song just sounds so good when someone sings yes. it, and like no one can sing it as yes. good. I feel like that way about Eleanor when she sings Boogie Woogie Boogie, Boogie Boy, like no one can touch her singing that. Like that is, is Eleanor's song. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But do you know what I always think, like saying, like when we're old and we go into care homes, what what will people sing to us?
0: Justin Bieber. <laughs> I will. Yeah, you see, if someone starts singing that oh. at me, no way. <laughs> well, though, but I but I tell you now, if
1: if someone comes in singing S Club seven and steps I don't care how old I am I don't care if I'm in a wheelchair or I'm bedbound I will be dancing to it oh, I will do I will do the routine yeah yeah I mean I might not do here because of sort of post-traumatic stress
2: <laughs> just give me a bit of garage and I'll be all right
0: yeah I was gonna say a <laughs> bit of garage for you but, but you yeah. see I am such an old soul because when I was at school I was singing and dancing to Elvis and Queen and all the stuff that I was brought up with. Yeah, Queen. I'll I'll dance to Queen. My my house is very much with massive Elvis fans. We've been to Graceland, um, Frank Sinatra. Hold on, hold on. Right,
1: because I'm gonna. I'm sorry to do this again, Eleanor, but I'm going to spring this on you again. But when when it was September the eleventh, right? Yes, <laughs> I said to everyone because I just have such a clear. Dear, a um, of memory of the day that September the 11th happened. And I was in school. I was in like year seven or something. And I remember we were all, we all got sent home because we didn't know what was going to happen and stuff like that. And then I said to Eleanor, I said, where were you? Now, Eleanor, tell the listeners
0: where you were at the age of like nine. I was at um, Golden Sands Haven Holiday Park in Mablethorpe. Um, as part of the Elvis party event holiday organized by the Elvis Presley Fan Club. <laughs> In the age of nine. That's where I was. With with like a mum and auntie. Yeah, with my mum and my auntie Rose. And uh, we went every year. Every year we went for a week with the fan club. Uh, you laugh, but it's we not- won. We won a trip to Memphis at that holiday on the Elvis bingo so yes we did it's, not,
1: it's just the fact that it was like where were you and everyone was like oh I was doing this
0: I was doing that and she was like well I was on an Elvis retreat at the age of nine with my mum and auntie and I was like what I
2: know I don't know
0: what I, I have no shame I have no shame I, I adore Elvis <laughs> and you know what we uh it was particularly poignant because obviously we were talking about this because it was the 20th anniversary a couple of weeks back mm-hmm. um but Elvis's actual band the TCB band used to come and perform with an Elvis tribute act, mm-hmm. and they used to come and perform for us at, at the event, and obviously they'd all come from America. They'd all got family in America, and New York, and they were particularly, oh,
1: you know, wow, shook, yeah. shook up and yeah.
0: So did you have to see it shook up? Shook up? <laughs> they were all shook up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I sh- oh, I can't, I can't even do a pun about that. That was awful. <laughs> I know you did. Uh, I'm, like, I'm a no. bit
1: horrified at that, Eleanor.
0: <laughs> no, no disrespect at all, but yeah, it was really, really, really tough because we had a lot of americans on site and of course they were feeling it so raw and they yeah. didn't even know if they'd be able to get home a lot of them yeah had come to us as part of a world tour and because of how the flights were in america and everything in the aftermath well you wouldn't want to fly well everything you? was just so up in the air
1: i remember like for for years afterwards i would never fly on september the 11th and what, it was I, superstitious yeah i never and i never will mm. but the do say it's the best day to fly According like years after they did see it, that would be the safest. Oh day of really? Time.
2: Didn't know that. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, for like a couple of years after they said. So we we were talking about themed shows last week, with it being like the start of October, and um, how much we <laughs> dislike our Halloween shows. Do you do themed shows, and how how do you feel about Halloween?
2: Oh, I love it. Although I don't do. Well, I do. I do quite a few. I do the Office, Monster Mash, Time Warp, Magic Moments. It's magic. I just try and make it very magical and like not like, you know, like I don't do thriller or anything like that because I I want to do it. I want to do it where it's themed, but not where I'm cringing the hell out of myself the whole show.
0: <laughs> you see, we we cross that line. <laughs> Have you ever sang Scooby Doo? <laughs> <laughs> hold on right it's only you that does that one michaela ever certain. me in the
1: whole of the uk that ever did scooby-doo theme tune for the halloween
0: although once... we'll have to do a poll we'll have to do a poll about it once i did try and put incy
2: wincy spider
0: in and it's <laughs> all and i thought oh no that's probably
2: the worst like it's worse.
1: No, I, I i well i think it's still in there and i might do it but i always do puff the magic dragon oh you don't yeah the look why? Like because it. it's a no, dragon. Don't like it. uh, I don't know. I it's don't know, a maybe. magic dragon. Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah, I magic. That. He talks and gives some sealing wax and stuff. So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I also do credence, and they like a bit of credence. Bad Moon Rising, of course. What? What other one? Anything to do with the moon is all right. Under the
2: Moon of Love. i yeah.
0: finish off with Under the Moon of Love. Silvery Moon. By the light of the Silvery Moon. Yeah, that's a, a good emergency one, mm-hmm. and it's Doris Day. Yeah 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 i do um wizard of oz we're off to see the wizard oh. follow the yellow brick road. i could cope with that one
1: <laughs> mm-hmm, they do, they like it. i couldn't I, I just pretend i'm like come on everyone we're gonna follow the yellow brick road and i'm like follow the yellow brick road <laughs>
2: and that, that one's voice follow the yellow brick road
1: <laughs> oh i know i know, I know. No, that's a bit but... much
2: for me Right. Well.
1: I I don't know. I just can't look at that film the same way since I found out everything that went on and stuff. I mean, if oh, it was a bit deep, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, and like when I found out that they sort of have to, if you know, you know, but they had a sort of dub over something that had happened in the background. I don't think I know. I'll tell you after this is finished. Cost will probably not get monetized at all for if I see it. But, <laughs> but uh, no, but yeah. So um, yeah, if you know, you know what I'm talking about in the background of one of the scenes. But yeah, when you realise that. Um, sorry, I, I know we're on a tangent, but the <laughs> just the, for a change. I know I'm gonna have to probably cut all this out. But um, so the 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 witch got third degree burns. Um, she got lead poisoning off her face paint. The, um, you know, when they're in the city and it starts to snow, the snow contained asbestos. Um, there was like so much stuff that went wrong in that film, and like loads of people. The tin, the original Tin Man, had died, didn't he? Something from happened. the tin. Yeah, from from the face paint because it was lead paint again. They got lead poisoning, and that's before you
0: even get onto the uh, the prescription drugs that they they pumped into Judy, Judy Garland. Garland. Oh, they started <laughs> it
2: after, did they? It's a good film, that, Judy.
0: Uh, yes,
1: yeah, so I have seen it. Yeah, Renée is just like... I i, I didn't realise it was yeah, her. Yeah, I forgot I that familiar.
2: it was her, actually, that did it.
0: She was yeah. very good. Well. Her, her her mannerisms yeah. were very, it very, very her, good. was wasn't she? Yeah. See, I liked her in Chicago,
1: and not a lot of people did, but I thought she was quite good uh, in Chicago. Vo- vocally, she got on me nerves. Yeah, yeah, but you've got to think the actual part that she played, I thought was quite good, I mean... I'm I am. I any... am
0: Team Catherine Zeta-Jones, though. I just think she's immense, she's unreal, and I the thought. fact that she was pregnant filming that, I, I have, I have like having been pregnant and having to work. Like, I have so much respect for her for how she managed to perform in that film, uh-huh. being pregnant because she, she was unreal at that stage in my pregnancy. I felt rotten. <laughs> like she's yeah. so good oh, dancing man. around like that. I just thought, yeah, I, I love her.
1: Well, I think we should probably wrap
0: this up now. Is there anything else we want to speak about? But um, we yeah for quite a while. But I think we should just finish off some of these questions for D. So, what's your number one favorite thing about the job, and your number one least favorite thing about the job? My
2: number one favorite thing about this job is just being able to have a job that brings so much joy to other people. And I just look around sometimes. And it, uh, God, it makes me even feel a bit choked
0: up saying oh, that. Bless you. I know, I get
2: quite emotional. We these get, days. we get, yeah. It. We get but um, just, just sometimes I look around and I see everybody smiling, and you know they they start singing to each other and holding hands, and just that you. Um, it's not even all it's me. It's doing it, but the. the
0: it's the, the atmosphere of the group,
2: group. Yeah. So what we do starts that off it initiates people singing and spreading love and joy between each other so that is that's definitely the the biggest thing I like about this job um the worst thing and I I hate to say even the worst because I wouldn't say the major dislikes but is probably either some days it can be a lot of driving or um just that because we're self-employed and it's quite a niche sector just the fact that something uh, like a pandemic or um just something that might happen within the care home sector could sort of slow bookings or when you start getting a couple of cancellations you just feel this like panic thing and but
1: we all went through it though we all we all were in the same boat together yeah. so when people so... were sad
2: yeah so maybe not necessarily the 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 fact that a pandemic could affect us because like you said obviously it affected everybody but just maybe because I came from being employed to being self-employed and it is like it's totally on you so that's probably the the worst thing but not also a bad thing because it's made me grow and develop as a person anyway but just the fact that it's all on you and if you don't get those bookings um you do start to think oh, it
1: was it was sink or swim. You had to adapt, or what were we saying?
0: Adapt and thrive, or you won't survive. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, we we were having yeah. to say that mantra yeah. to ourselves like every adapt day. Like come on, it's okay, adapt and thrive, and yeah, and you certainly did that.
2: Well, you two had a lot of a helping hand in that from seeing what you two were doing because when I first saw um like people suggesting about doing online shows i my first thought was no one's gonna go for this no one's no one's gonna be interested in that and then i saw that you two were doing it um the, like the quality of what you were putting out there and i thought right well it can be done so had you two not been doing that i wouldn't have even attempted it
1: well i only did it really because of eleanor i i think eleanor was the one that made me do it and she was more like why are you standing outside in the cold when homes will have a zoom show and i was like really and and eleanor will agree i dug my heels in until you were like come on
0: yeah i, I suppose i was quite lucky because one of my clients suggested an online show early in the pandemic like end of mm-hmm. march and as soon as they'd given me such good feedback and and we'd kept that going quite regularly i thought yeah it's great and i'll Constantly work. I've got a better camera, got a better sound set up, you know, set up my studio at home. You, you know, you, you got better and better as, as you yeah. trial and error things. And I think by the time I actually released a, a pre recorded or online promo show officially, I'd been trial and erroring for three, three or four months. In, the, in this lockdown, I've learned three things
1: I've learned to crochet. <laughs> I've learned to sound edit and I've, I've learned to video edit. So, and I mean, I edit these podcasts because I threw myself into a massive project, didn't I? That's how I first did it. We yeah. recorded La Uh, what was it? One Day More. And I did everyone's yeah. part. And that was my
0: very, very first sort of. That, that was your first venture into audio, ever. wasn't and it? Because. We'd, we'd done Cell Block Tango before that, and I'd yeah. taken it on. And I was like, mate, get your practice in doing this. Like, It is the best way to hone <laughs> but, but your skills. But what a song to <laughs>
1: just dive in right at the absolute deep end of having like oh. one day more for me to edit. And tr- and you know what? Right, for, for, I will be forever proud of that. It might not be perfect, but I think that's the best thing
0: as, as a group we've, all, we've ever done. I think we should probably put a link to that on the yeah, page. Yeah, should we? Just so everyone can see what we're yeah. on about. Uh, one of our lockdown collaborations. Yeah, I, I honestly, I I
1: couldn't be prouder of that. I think everyone was unveiling it. And I think it was just such a good, yeah, a good project for me to get my teeth into.
0: <laughs> and then I started doing video editing as well. And everybody involved got to have a go at recording their own mm-hmm. vocals and, and video. And I think it really helped a lot of people getting their yeah, shoes set up. It did, having a it? little low, lower pressure yeah. practice run. With Mm -hmm. our videos. yeah. Right then, uh, thank you so much, Dee, for joining us today. Uh, If anybody's in the Northwest and wants to book Dee, uh, she is Musical Delights on Facebook and all over social media. Uh, We'll put a link to Dee's page on the podcast page as well. Uh, so thank you so much for listening everybody and don't forget if you are listening to us on
1: Apple Podcast if you just have two seconds can you please leave us a quick rating or even if you want to a review um, just let us know that you're enjoying it and if you want to have um, any more of us and our tales but um, thank you very much everyone and we will see you next time
2: thank you for having me it's been a pleasure
1: Bye. Bye.
0: bye